Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Just admit it. Say it. We got cut off. <laughs> well, we're back here. We, I, I accidentally touched, touched something on my keyboard on my Surface tablet, and we stopped screaming. So now we're now we're back again. See, even with how great these tools are nowadays, it's, you can still not, mess up. It's not perfect, you know. We're, we're, we're doing the best we can. Uh, I think um, it's easy to make little mistakes like this, but we were just talking about you and your your content creation efforts and and your your uh, fast pitch fast TV. pitch TV and w- what you're doing with that and and so were you ever I can't remember were you involved in doing audio podcasting too at one point Yeah, I I, I started with audio. I probably had ten audio podcasts. I used to call myself the king of the pod faders at one time. Okay. You know, the uh, podcast Pickle Show had 50 episodes, and I stopped it on the 50th episode. You know, I mean, I really never was in love with one of them I did. I did them all kind of as experiments and just messing around. Uh-huh. We had uh, the podcast Pickle Show. We had the podcast Pickle Tips. Uh, I used to use Today in Podcasting with Rob Walsh, uh, uh, Dave Jackson, and uh, Paul Colligan. I think mm-hmm. that was actually the first show about podcasting. You know, mm-hmm. and we did that back in 2005, I guess. I think the day's version would be uh, Daniel Tager's, you know, podcast uh, meetup group. Uh-huh. That would be, we did a version of that. And we did a bunch of maybe 60, 70 episodes of that. Yeah. And I do have the Gary Leland show right now. Yeah. Which is at GaryLeland.com. And that's kind of a show where I interview people. Uh, or the goal of the show is to talk to people that can, their information can help stores move into the online world okay so if you're you got a business and you don't have a website or if you do have a website even but you're not doing much with it social wise i talk to like a pinterest expert a google plus expert okay uh, and we try to and i try to find out information for you that will help your store your online store move to the next level so i'm getting and you know the great thing about that show since i have online stores is i choose people to talk to who i don't know that much about their specialty. Yeah. And because I'm trying to actually learn for myself, I ask questions that most people want to know. You sure. know, I'm not an expert talking to them like, oh, yeah, that's that's how I do it, too. Yeah. I'm kind of like going, how do you do that? Yeah. Oh, really? That's how you do well, it. Well, you want to learn, right? Yeah, so, so, so it gives idea. a lot of good information yeah. for the listener. Yep. No, that's th- great. That's the one I do now. And then I do the Fast Pitch radio show still, which I've turned into a network. I have another podcast in my mm-hmm. same stream. Mm-hmm. So... I don't know if anyone's doing that, but I've taken my one stream for the Fast Pitch Radio Show, and I've changed it from the Fast Pitch Radio Show to the Fast Pitch Network. Okay. And I have my episodes in there, and I also have episodes from someone else in there. Yeah. And uh, the first uh, words tell you what show it is. 
and I'm going to add more shows in there about softball. Yeah. So you can just subscribe to that network, yeah. that one show, and it'll show you all the shows in the network. Oh, so you can okay. go up and down and say, oh, I like That's smart great. softball. Yeah. Or, or maybe I don't like fast pitch radio show, but I do want to hear from this one person. Yeah. You know, so they can see all the shows in there. Come, I'm trying. I was talking to Mignon Fogarty today, uh-huh. you because know, she has a smart uh, grammar girl podcast network. Yeah. And so she was giving me a lot of tips today about how they created their podcast and how they work mm-hmm. with their producers that we're going to do. Except, in her case, they all have their own shows, their own no. feeds, their own app. Mine, everything is going to go through one. Yeah. So you subscribe to one thing, yeah. and it'd be nice as, as time goes by if I have all the content for fast pitch softball from everybody in my one feed. Yeah, sure. You know, so it's like well, it's a, easier for people. To yeah, find they it. don't have to be yeah. finding all these shows. Yeah. And also, a new podcaster comes along, wants to create a show. Well, as soon as they get in the feed, they got thousands of listeners. Yeah, you know, so it's a benefit for them too. They're not having to like go. Okay, I got. You know, you know how yeah. back when you first start this, you'll get your stats. Have 10 listens today. Yeah. Oh, I got 15 people listening to yeah, me today. Yeah, yeah. You know, from day yeah. one, they're going to be up there with the tops because people are yeah. going to go, what's this show? I've never seen this show in my subscription. Yeah. You know, let me look at listen to it real quick. Yeah. You know? It's better to funnel them all through one channel. And, right, and, right. And, so she was helping me out a lot. Yeah. She's, she's got a strong thing going with her grammar girl. Yeah, oh, yeah. And uh, very strong. I was very impressed. Oh, yeah. And I like her so much, and she's so helpful. Yeah. You know, every time I see her, she always says, thanks me. Say she wouldn't be where she was today if it wasn't for me and Podcast Pickle. Oh, yeah. And well, I always say, all I did was make you Podcast of the Week. <laughs> so it was great to see the the Podcast Pickle um, person show up at uh, Podcast Movement. Last, well, now uh, he's the Podcast Movement Pickle. <laughs> he is. He is a Podcast. He, yeah. Yeah. He's been in a, He was in storage, and this is a large pickle costume. Yeah, he has a, yeah, yeah. I had this created yeah. by the same people who do, like, National League you know, mascots and stuff yeah. cost like $2,000. So it wasn't yeah. cheap, but it's been in the attic for years. Yeah. So when we started Podcast Movement, I said, well, I'm pulling that pick. You know, people always love posing with that big pickle mascot. Yeah. I, I bet, you know, it used to be at one time, if you searched pickle yeah. on yeah. Google, the first page would be almost all this guy, this this mascot. It wasn't hardly any real pickles on there. Well, you know, I think that that, that was my first exposure to, to you and and podcast pickle the old, the old website you know, about podcasting and and I think I was walking out of uh, some, the, the hotel and at the first podcast expo and that's what I saw he was like walking around outside right. and it's like yeah I don't that's think that's Lee Leland with that right yeah well, I was you know, never I in it that. I never wore no no I, I figure you never but I always associated that pickle with you and yeah I think a lot of uh, yeah. you know a lot of the old time podcasters know who it is yeah. but new people they don't even know podcast pickle existed you know yeah, that's in the that's history right. the site's yeah. still up but we don't put new podcasts on yeah, it. It's like more of it. it's a historical document. <laughs> it's a, it doesn't take me any room on my server, yeah. so I just let it sit there. Yep. You know, you can't add anything, you can't comment, you can just come look at it. Yep. You know, so it's kind of a historical document is how it but you know, those were some good times back then. That's when yeah. podcasting was yeah. small. Yep. You know, but I would ship that thing all over the country to pod camps all over the place. People would yep. pay they'd pay the shipping. They could they could have it if they paid because shipping was like fifty bucks. <laughs> It's a big package. Yeah. But they paid to ship it. I think I shipped it to Duke University one time. Yeah. You know, they used it for something. So it made the rounds. You know, I yeah, think it was it, probably really hot to be inside of. Very you know, hot to yeah, be inside yeah, of. I'm sure. Especially outside. I went to Dragon Con. It must have been like 100 that day, and I had a yeah. guy in it. Yeah. And it had an ice vest you wore. You'd put the thing in the freezer overnight, and there was an ice vest that came with it. Oh, wow. So okay. you could wear that inside. You at least stay it, like, a little cool. Release cool air. Yeah. But I don't think it stayed ice very long in no, there. No, probably not. <laughs> 
especially in Texas. If it, yeah, you know, yeah, it was there. hot in there. Yeah. So well, let's uh, let's also talk about another project you're doing, uh, the Pottertainment Magazine. Yeah. So um, that's an online and you're involved magazine. with that with yep. me. Yeah, yep. it's online. We have uh, I think 14 issue 14 is coming out. Uh, we do one issue a month. It's uh, I, I can tell you, Rob, you've seen it. If you're into podcasting at all, it costs twelve ninety nine a year. It's like a dollar an issue. Let's say basically, you're not going to get better content for a dollar an issue. Yeah. I mean, yeah. let's face it, it's got some great content in there from great writers. I yeah. mean, they've been podcasting forever, everybody yeah. who's in there. And then every issue has just about two videos in there. Mm-hmm. That are video sessions, you'd have to pay 50 bucks to see a session. Yeah. You know, you can watch one session in there and pay yeah. for the whole year. Oh, yeah. So it's doing good. It's on iPads, iPhones, you know, Apple devices right now. But uh, I, I, I've been saying this for a while, but I think not, not the issue that comes out this week. But I think the next issue will be on Android. Oh, great. Yeah, and I've been saying this for a That's while. I'm just so busy I hadn't been able to do it. But I am, I am so close to having it done. I just need to get in there and finish it. And that's at um, pottertainment.com. They yep. can find the back issues. Well, it's, and, yeah, it's also off of GaryLeland.com, too. Right, it? right. Yeah. I put all my stuff on one website. Yeah. But then I use domains to direct them to the specific yeah. you know, pages. You know, yeah. Instead of having GaryLeland.com slash pottertainment. So what kind of, I mean, what kind of feedback from the community are you getting about that publication? Are you? Well, I mean, is it, I've been actually yeah. uh, had people stop me here to take pictures with me with the copies of their iPad. That's awesome. Yeah, you know, they'll they'll pull up their iPad and go to Pottertainment and yeah. want to take a photo with me with the magazine in their hand. I really wasn't yeah. expecting. You know, and the only reason that would be is at the beginning of every video I introduced a video. Yeah. So I'm right. on there like. 30 seconds saying today's video was shot yeah. at New Media Expo yeah. and it's, um, you know, Cliff Ravenscraft speaking. Yeah. Yeah. But from that little 30 seconds, it's funny that I've had two people stop me to take photos with me with their iPads. Yeah. But I get I get nothing but great responses. But Matter of fact, people let me know when yeah. they mess up their, they change devices. People have a hard time figuring out how to move it yeah. from their old iPhone to their new one. Yeah. And it's not hard to do. Once I send instructions, I go, oh yeah, I should have known. I should have <laughs> known to hit... Uh, Renew or something. Renew. Yeah. Oh, is that yeah. okay? Yeah. So once I tell them to go, oh, yeah. So I get a lot of that. It's just really great to to have this. I mean, it's almost like a new medium as well. I mean, to to have a, a publication like that to have multimedia capability into right, it. Right. You and just play the video yeah. in it. Yeah. yeah. It's just, it's it's great it's to just me. Amazing. Like I said, I just I really have to say that you could not find anything. Some people have a hard time spending a dollar. Yeah. They do. Some people. Yeah. I know a guy who says I won't buy apps. They should be free. I'm going. But someone spent like. You know, 30 hours developing that. You don't yeah, think you should make a yeah. dollar? No, I think you should. Yeah, I agree. Definitely. But some people Definitely. have that thought pattern. Yeah. And I'm sure that some people won't buy my magazine because it's like a dollar a month. Yeah. But if they did buy it for one month, they go, wow, I just paid for my whole year. So let's let's talk quickly about what you're seeing in the podcast space. Are we in a, uh, a kind of a renewed kind of era for podcasting? Or do you think it's just a continuation of the same thing? Well, what do you, you know, think is going to, on? I have to say podcasting definitely as far as being in the limelight disappeared. Yeah. I don't think anyone will disagree with that. But, you know, I think there is a resurgence because you'll see there's some people coming back. Yeah. You know, that were podcasting and were pretty smart guys and knew how to do it. And now they're podcasting again. They had stopped for a while, so now they got new shows. Yep. And you see some people starting more shows. So I don't care what you say. Yep. I think it's growing just from those or the evidence. You yep. know, I'll give you an example. Paul Colgan, great friend of mine, yeah, has the podcast report for a while. And yeah, he wrote the, he yeah. wrote the podcasting bible back in two thousand six. Yep, heavy podcaster used to be with me on today in podcasting. He got completely out of podcasting. Now he's back in with the podcast report. Just wrote podcasting book. You yep. know, so he's in, and that's a perfect example. You know, 
uh, the resurgence is definitely there. I know you usually hear, I never knew it disappeared. Well, it yeah. didn't disappear, yeah, but it, it was out of the limelight. Yeah, it was. I mean, just just wasn't getting press coverage. Right. I mean, it's out of the limelight. The, is now, the big thing. now it's really in the limelight. Well, I think what, what happened is that social media took the spotlight as well as video. There's so much of it. Yeah. And it, and I think now the, the whole buzz around video has kind of subsided. And the same with social media. And now it's time for podcasting. There's an opening now. And I think, you know, Serial and some of these these uh, great content offerings has risen the awareness level up again. Yeah, I just couldn't imagine not listening to podcasts personally. You know, this is a yeah. funny story back in maybe 2007 or 2008, BBC wanted to interview me about podcasting. Yeah. So I'm waiting up to like 4 in the morning for the BBC, you know, because of the time change. And yep. the guy on the radio station there goes, well, what do you think about podcasting? Do you think it, and he's asking sarcastically, do you think it'll ever replace radio? And I go, I haven't listened to my radio in a year and a half since I discovered podcasting. And then it was like, well, thanks for the interview, Gary. We got to wrap it up. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Because they didn't want to hear that. But, yeah, I have not listened to my car radio in 12 years, 10 mm-hmm. years. Mm-hmm. You know, so I, I don't imagine how people can listen to content when other people want you to rather than listening to it when you want to. Yeah. yeah. You know, no, that'd, be like, that's, that's that'd be like walking and turning your TV on well. and going – well, I guess you do that now, don't you? Well, you turn your TV on and you watch at 6 o'clock the show they want you yeah, to. Yeah, you do. But but I think once you started to record things, you, you can't go back. I mean, yeah. it's it's just the way it is. Yeah. Well, Gary, Gary it was great to have you on the oh, show. I enjoyed it. I always you enjoy know, talking about it. Co- uh, coming in and talking about uh, the podcasting and the, all the excitement around the, the space right now. I, I appreciate it. And I can tell everybody the Spreaker's a pretty good deal. I use yeah. Spreaker myself. Yeah, so awesome. I, I definitely can say... Uh, this is something I use. I spend my money at the pro level every month, and it's worth yeah. every penny. Yeah, that's so great. Everybody needs to check it out at least. Great. So the way that anybody listening to this can, can find you online, what's the best best yeah, place? Just go to GaryLeland.com. Gary yeah. Okay. Or awesome. on Facebook, I'm Gary Leland. Okay. Fantastic. I'm everywhere. I'm Gary Leland everywhere. I own that name everywhere. <laughs> that's great. Well, thanks for joining us. Yeah, no problem, Rob. Appreciate thanks. it. Thanks. Bye. There you go. Well, uh Thank you, Gary Leland, for coming in and spending some time with us. Uh, we have another guest coming up. Uh, his name is Tom Webster, and he's a vice president uh, for Edison Research. Hello, joining Ron. joining us on the on the live stream from New Media Expo at NAB uh, 2015, right from the show floor. We have exhibitors right across the way from us that are playing music for us. We do, and I might sing a few. Yes, songs yes. When I get so. Welcome to the show, Tom. Thank you. Good to be here. Good to be here at the Spreaker booth. Spreaker, yeah. The Spreaker booth. This is the. Are we spreaking now? We are spreaking loudly. Fantastic. Yes. Very good. And and it's because we have to because it's such a loud environment. Ah, gotcha. No, I, I get that. This is uh, uh, if you've never been to the NAB, and I suspect many of you have not. It is a a riot of sound and color. Yes. The likes of which you may never see again. <laughs> uh, there are there are booths here the size of aircraft carriers. From companies that a lot of people may never have heard of. Yeah, I mean, I was I was looking at one company, White Orbit. You know, yeah, it's like they're now involved in the podcast community. They somewhat. are starting to dip their toe in there. Absolutely, yeah, and they're they're big in TV, and they're starting to yeah. you know they have some digital uh, audio products, and yeah, there's a there's a lot of companies here that. So I wanted to kind of kind of talk about your work in the podcasting mm-hmm. space around research, but also wanted to talk about that same topic, which is. The kind of the newer companies that are coming into podcasting that a lot of podcasters may not be aware of, mm-hmm. and and just some thoughts on 
on how that may impact the future as you look at the research and look at where trends are going. Yeah. Um, what do you think? What's what's happening? Where we are today, and where do you see kind of the influence of like online radio coming in this? You got Spotify looking at yeah. podcasting, whatever, and then but the old guard, you know, iTunes. How's this stuff? You think going to blend together? What's your thought? Uh, I'm excited for it to blend together. Uh, yeah. You know, right now, what are, are you and I podcasting right now? Uh, we are in a way. We are in a way, but uh, yeah. you could also say that this is absolutely not a podcast. And this may be accessible later on demand. It is, yeah. It's going to be right. in iTunes as an episode. Yeah. But, you know, this is radio right now. This is a, this is a live yep. broadcast. It may yep. be accessible on demand. And what? Uh, and I think there's a mindset shift that is going to happen over the next five years, maybe ten years. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is... I'm not going to get into that argument about whether the term podcasting is is good or not. I, I'm not going to I'm not going to go there. But where I am going to go is. <laughs> but I'd like to though a little. Bit. Well, then I will. Okay. Since since you've opened the door, counselor. <laughs> uh, look, it, it's the name that got us here. Yeah. It is the name that got us here. Um, and I, you know, I've for the past decade I've been presenting research about podcasting. I believe Edison's the only company that's covered the space credibly and continuously over that time. Yep. And. While we've been tracking the growth of podcasting in terms of podcast listening, and it's been steady and, and linear, not exponential, but steady and linear, what has not grown is the awareness of the term podcasting. Yeah. It is completely flat. In fact, over the past five years, it is statistically pretty well dead flat. And that's exactly why I wanted to talk about it, yeah. was that, is that I think we're moving into a new era, because as you start looking at uh, people like Spotify and yep. streaming platforms move into this space. The term podcast is just isn't appropriate anymore. So, is it, d- does that have a lot to do with why this, why the brand is flattened, or well, why the yeah, name I, has flattened? So, uh, there's a couple reasons why the name is flattened. First of all, the name, and I, I, I invite you out there listening to go to the Wikipedia page for podcast. This was true yesterday. Yep. If you go to the Wikipedia entry for podcast, there's a, a definition of podcasting. And at the very top of that page, there's a call-out box that says, uh, it, there's note, this definition may be too complex for the average listener, uh, and they're looking for someone to rewrite it. That yep. box has probably been there for eight years. Yep. And I, I'll, I, will, I, I will say this, if, if you've been doing a podcast, that's what people know you are. They know you're a podcast. It's kind of useless to try and change consumer behavior around that. But mm-hmm. if you were starting something right now, I think I'd call it a show. Yeah. And, uh, and I will give you the best analogy that I can give you about that. To me, podcasting is very, very similar to what TiVo was in 1999. Yeah. In 1999, when TiVo launched, I actually bought one. And TiVo could not explain itself. They could not explain what they were for eight years, which is why their, their on-ramp looks very similar to podcasting's on-ramp. Yeah. Steady growth, but no spike. And by the time that they could explain themselves... The cable company was throwing in generic DVRs with every, you know, it, it did, right? They, like they sort of, that, it's not that uh, TiVo's not a going concern, but it took them a long time to explain what they were. Well, and it I, also took a long time for the people they were explaining to to understand what they were trying to say. Too. Well, you know, you know I, I remember thing, exactly. Right? But I, I had a company over. To, I was living in New York City. I had a TiVo. It was 1999. Company came over and they said, "Oh, what's that?" I said, "Oh, that's a TiVo." Oh, is that like a VCR? No, that's not like a VCR. It. Uh, uh, it, uh, it records TV. <laughs> you know, I, mean, I, I, couldn't, I could not articulate yeah, Why it. would you want to do that? Right? Why would you want to do that? And so yeah. I, will, I will close uh, this point with this analogy. If you record something for on-demand listening on your TiVo, do you call that a TiVo cast? 
No, you do not. You do not. It's, it's still TV. a TV show. It's TV. Yeah. Uh, and so to me, it's not. It's less about the name, and it's more about a mindset shift for podcasters. Mm-hmm. Because the more we think like we are this special little snowflake, the more we'll be marginalized by the market. Yeah. That, and, and I think to some extent that's happened. Mm-hmm. I think you know? it has, yeah. yeah. And, and I think that that flight line of the term podcast is, is, uh, is an indicative trend of that. Um, but I guess it begs the question, right? The, the next question is, is on-demand audio the, the answer to this equation? Or is it something else? What do we call this that's different than radio? Because it's, it's difficult to use the term radio in the context of this and be clear yeah. as well, right? It is difficult. And I don't, uh, you know... Uh, an entity like uh, like one of our clients, Pandora, for instance, they do you know they do represent themselves as online radio. That is not something you can record and listen to later. It's yeah. not on demand in that sense. Um, but I you know I think any any type of audio. Uh, well, I'll put it to you this way: if I want to listen to a podcast today, this was not true when you and I first got involved in podcasting yep. a decade ago. But if I wanted to listen to somebody's podcast, I might go to their app. Or their, we- or their website on my phone, click a link, and I'm listening to it right then. Yep. Right? There's been no syndication. There's been no RSS feed. There's not yep. even really been a download, right? Yep. I open an app. I click a link for the content I want, and I'm consuming it. Yep. The same is true if I push the Netflix app on my iOS. That's right. Right? That's so right. Uh, I think we may make these technical distinctions, but to the consumer, it's audio. And now, thankfully, it's audio when and where I want to consume it. Yep. And isn't that wonderful? Yeah, geeks uh, have kind of kind of ruled the game, right? For 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 a long time, right? And for us to reach yeah. the mass listening audience, the broadcast NAB represents broadcast, which is the mass medium, right? I think podcasting has always aspired to be a mass medium of some sort, and I I would say that your research is evidence that mm-hmm. we're we probably crossed that line a few years ago, a couple of years ago, yeah. And and yeah. it's not so much a mass medium. I mean, many of us, I think. Uh, have the goal in podcasting to develop our business or to have closer relationships with some segment of our audience. You know, we may have a larger audience in other media. It's, you know, th- that audience that scans one of your blog posts uh, is somewhat different from the audience that will sit and listen to you for 30 minutes. And I, I genuinely appreciate those people. Um, but I think what I would like, and this is certainly what I'm working towards, I would like to give the space access to mass dollars. <laughs> That's what I would like to give the space access yeah. to because money, when money flows in, investment flows in, uh, then we can start doing more things in the space. And that's yep. both my company and other companies that are involved in the space. Once it becomes financially and practically feasible uh, for us to increase the kinds of metrics we can give, uh, the kinds of information we can give about our audience, more money will flow in. And I want that for podcasters. I want them, I, if, if your goal is not to be a mass market podcast, don't be a mass market podcast, but I want everyone to have the option to have every bit of access to, to the various revenue models that are available for audio mm-hmm. and not just podcasting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I think uh, you know money drives a lot of things in the world, and and I I believe podcasting has always had the aspiration. I mean, one of the big reasons that uh, podcasting had this big upsurge even at the early days of it was the the promise of a podcaster quitting his day job yeah. and being able to podcast his passion uh, and make a living from mm-hmm. it. And I think that's that exists still today. I think people still want to be able to do that. They still want to be able to do that. Heck, I'd love to do that. 
You know, I, fortunately, I have to take this day job, which I well, you've got to love. a great radio voice, <laughs> which I and you've got natural humor. I think you've got all the components to be a successful podcaster, Tom. I have to say. Well, that's very kind of you. I think I'll stick to to showing pie <laughs> charts. Um, but yeah, but you, but you produce a podcast every time you do that. People in the audience are laughing; mm-hmm. they're having a good time, and you're presenting data, right? There's not a lot yeah. of people that can uh, walk that line, you know? Well, you know, I've been presenting data for 22 years now. And yeah. if you don't find a way, you will kill people, <laughs> right? And, and it's, or you know, they will kill you they because kill they're you. so bored. Well, yeah. it's, uh, it is true that innumeracy is a little bit more common than illiteracy, but they're sort of equally uh, egregious in a lot of ways. But, you know, I think if when I'm presenting our data, if people walk out of there misquoting it, not understanding it, whatever, that's my fault. Um, and so I try to be the spoonful of sugar that helps the medicine go down. But you have to be paying attention, too. That's the other thing. And I think you do. You know, some of the times there's misunderstanding that happens from, you know, you know we live in a world that we're, we're full of distractions. I'm sorry, what? You know? Yeah, exactly. You know, we got music blurring in the background. We have phones beeping at us. Yes. Um, and that begs another kind of, you know, roll into another topic that's related here is, is uh, you know, the type of content. You know, podcasting is has had a history of, of kind of, um, some people say the short form is good, long form is good. It's been back and forth. It's like a yo-yo, right? Yeah. But, but from what I've seen, and you know, I'm sure you've done some research on this, but what is the, the kind of optimal, and there may not be a perfect solution to this, but what, what is yeah. kind of that sweet spot with podcasting for duration? Well, um, I mean, I, I, you know, Research can give you an aggregate answer about this, but yeah. that aggregate answer is composed of a lot of varying answers that get averaged together to of produce course. something like 30 minutes. That's right, and hopefully it makes it means something, right? It, it, may, yeah. or, it may or may not mean something, but I, you know, yeah. someone actually asked me this in my session here at NMX on Monday. What's the ideal length of a podcast? And what I told them was, I said, you're asking the wrong person. The person, your first step should be identify an audience that you want to serve. Yep. Have some kind of conversation with that audience to learn something about that audience and how in-depth their needs are, and then yeah. satisfy those needs. And I think there's a lot of what my wife, uh, Tamsin, would call sender-centric communications. Yeah. I have, I have a story I need to tell. I have some things I need to say. If I told you about my product, the, the, the Crapmaster 2000, like I have this thing I need to get out there, and it doesn't start with what do they need yeah. and how can I tap into that stream and provide what they need as opposed to the story I need to tell. Um, and that's, should dicta- that should dictate the length and the content and the style and everything else of your podcast. So, should, so is there a distinction at all, do you think, between how podcasting content creators look at the medium versus you know, maybe more traditional radio broadcasters, maybe that, that look at the medium? Um, you know, advertisers maybe are more focused on you know, catering to their needs from a revenue model yeah. versus you know, more grassroots podcasters who tend to connect with an audience, have more of an interactive relationship with the audience, mm-hmm. that maybe think about their needs at a higher level than maybe you know, a sponsor's needs, right? Yeah. What's your, think on, what's your thought on the balance on that? Because I, I, I do sense a little bit of a, as radio and broadcasting merges with podcasting, there's a little bit of a culture difference in that way. There's absolutely a culture difference in that way. You know, I mean, radio is measured in quarter hours and and the goal as an AM FM radio broadcaster is to amass as many quarter hours as you can. And that means giving most of the people what they want most of the time. Yeah. And that, that means you're not pleasing 
any one group of people at any one moment. Well, there's a tune-in, tune-out scenario. There's a tune-in, tune-out, right? that's right. That's how it's a, it's a reach it's yeah. a reach medium. And I, you know, I don't know that podcasting will ever be, nor should it be, a, a, a reach medium like that. Um, however, uh, what I do think is this, is that as more money and investment pours into the space, the independent podcaster, I think, has a couple of, of avenues that are open to them. And, I, and again, my job, my goal is to make more avenues open, not replace other avenues. Yeah. You'll always have the sponsorship avenue. Yeah. You'll always have the direct response avenue. Like those things are, those, those have been the bread and butter for podcasting. But if you would like to have the spot market avenue, I would like for you to have that too. Mm -hmm. And in the spot market avenue, if you don't have the audience to, to have the kind of reach that spot market advertisers are looking for, then you need to pair up with other people. Yeah. That's, there's just going to be a lot of consolidation in the space. That's why you're seeing so many podcast networks spring up. No one podcast is going to get the attention of Procter & Gamble, for instance. Yeah. But if you can team up with a number of like-minded podcasts that are all delivering a similar audience, and I'm not just talking about size, yeah. then you can get their attention. And again, I'm not saying you know uh, direct response is bad. I'm saying it got us here. And will continue to serve the purpose for many oh, yeah. podcasters. Yeah. I want the entire pie to be open. Yeah. So, what's it going to take? You think for the 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 radio buyers, right? The ones that are buying radio, yeah. to understand the medium of podcasting more, uh, and yeah. and just buy more. What, what do you think it's going to take? Well, I'm going to say something probably controversial to a lot of the people who have been in the space for a while. Yeah. Uh, but I don't mind saying it. I said it in my in my talk on Monday, and, and I'll say it now. It's a mind shift. And that mind shift is, look, the, the podcast market is about somewhere between 50 and 100 million, I would ballpark it, maybe on the low side of that. Um, the audio market, specifically the radio market, is an 18 billion dollar So you're talking market. dollars, advertising talking dollars. dollars right? Talking advertising dollars. Yeah. Advertising dollars poured into podcasting is probably under 100 million right now. And, yeah. and in radio, it's 18 billion. Uh, and that is transacted it's in- It's a different number. That's a big number. Yeah, that's kind of like the moon compared to Jupiter. Yeah. And I, I think, you know, uh, if you are interested in monetizing your podcast in the same way that, audio, that other audio is monetized, you have a choice. You can wait for the moon to be the same size as Jupiter, or you can invade Jupiter. And I think you should plant your flag on Jupiter. Yeah. And to plant your flag on Jupiter... Or must crash think, the moon into Jupiter. Or crash the, yeah, exactly, yeah. Like, like Space 1999. <laughs> okay, I just, I'm old. Um, I remember that show. Yeah, I watched that Martin show. Landau. I guess we're both showing our, was, our age, uh, aren't we? I loved that show. Um, yeah. They got more out of $20 worth of special effects than anything. But uh, in, order, in, order to, uh, in order to get audio money, and there's $18 billion of it, you must produce audio metrics. And podcasting does not produce audio metrics. Podcasting produces one metric, the download. And... Uh, the download, if you think of podcasting as a digital medium, and I know many in this space believe podcasting is a digital medium, you have one digital metric, you have the download. Yep. And those download numbers uh, are, are filtered differently by every hosting company, they, yep. right? So there's, there's no standard there. Those download numbers don't tell you who's listening. Um, yep. And, you know, I hate to say it, but if, if I'm buying a digital medium, if I buy banner ads, I can see impressions, reach, Frequency, clicks, click-through rate, click th uh, CTR, just regular clicks. I can see yep. view-through. I can see conversions. Yep. I can't see any of that in podcasting. If, I, you know, if, I, if someone right. listens to this uh, a week from now, those metrics, I don't have them. I don't have those metrics at all. Yeah. So you can sell yourself as sort of a hamstrung digital medium 
Yeah. Or you can sell yourself as an audio medium that has even more metrics yeah. than some than some radio does. Well, and that's so what, let's plan our flag. That's what really attracted me about Spreaker is that Spreaker was living in this hybrid world of um, streaming, using real live streaming technology, mm -hmm. right? Um, Icecast, Shoutcast streaming technology. Um, but also, it, it still has that download component, still has that, but it has two distribution yeah. methods, right? Um, downloads will always be, or will remain problematic from the standpoint of understanding mm -hmm. listenership. Um, maybe that'll be fixed, I guess, as client technologies maybe communicate more on playback, right? We can maybe get that same level of data that you can get from a stream. Um, well, it's also, yeah. and again, uh, you know, to the to the uh, to my great satisfaction and to the uh, to the credit to all the podcasters out there listening to this, it, your your work to date in the space has made the space big enough such that it is attracting. Yeah. People with other skill sets, and you know, for instance, we are now working with Spreaker in a in a manner of speaking. Yeah, uh, in that we are with your rep firm, uh, Wide Media. Yeah. we are helping to understand your audience, yeah. not just your downloads, so that we can present both to buyers, so that buyers yeah. can say, you know what? And again, this, uh, I'll, 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 this is about all I have time for, unfortunately, Rob. This is yeah, that's a, fine. A few more minutes, but that's fine. Um, one of the the points I made in in my talk on Monday was the most important guest you can have on your podcast. And as, as much as I would like it to be, be me, Rob Greenlee, it is not me. The most important guest you can have on your podcast is Flo. And that's Flo from Progressive or the Geico from Gecko. Those are two of the leading advertisers in the audio space. In the audio space. Uh -huh. uh, they do not, in the audio space, they don't buy downloads. They don't know what a download is. They buy time spent listening or they buy reach and frequency. I want Flo. So you want flow. I want flow. You want flow. Uh, I, I want to help get She's you actually flow. pretty cool. She, she gets into lots of complicated situations, and she manages to get insurance to figure her way out. Absolutely, you know? yeah. yeah. Uh, and so I want, <laughs> I want you to be able to get flow if you want flow on your podcast. And if you want to get flow on your podcast, uh, you, need to, you need to either, A, provide much richer digital metrics to compete with display, yeah. or you need to provide audio metrics. And, I, you know, let's work on that. Okay. Fair enough. Well, thank you, Tom, for joining us. My pleasure. On, on the stream me. here from NAB, from the floor of NAB. Absolutely. I'm going to go walk the floor. Walk the earth. Walk the say. earth to, you know, take care of those feet. I know how it can get a little sore out here. Absolutely. All right. Okay. Thanks for having me. Hey, so so before we go, yep. how can a person get access to the infinite dial? You've got some studies out there about podcasting. Sure. Yeah. Uh, most recent stuff you, we've done is uh, go to edisonresearch.com. Uh, use our search box. Search for infinite dial 2015. There's a whole section on podcasting. Uh, I'm also going to release a few more new data graphs on the infinite dial on edisonresearch.com that I presented here this week. So look for those in the, in the coming week. Okay, fantastic. So. All right, thanks, Tom. Thank you. Thanks, Rob. Appreciate it. Yep. Well, we're gonna we're wrapping up this uh, this hour um, on the uh, Spreaker live from New Media Expo at NAB in Las Vegas right now from the show floor. Uh, go visit Spreaker.com, and uh, we're streaming live. We have another hour of the stream. We're going to go from 3 to 4 p.m. Uh, with the Jeff Adams Show coming up next. And uh, this, is, uh, this is Wednesday, and we have one more day of live streaming. We're only going to go three hours tomorrow from noon to 3. So uh, come back and, and check us out. The, like I said, the stream will continue probably in on the next uh, five to ten minutes. We're going to take a little break here and wait for our our next guest to, uh, or our next host and all of his guests to come in. 
and doing a really entertaining show for you. So uh, if you want to get your own podcast, go to Spreaker.com. And we also offer live streaming, just like what you're seeing here. Um, and you can get a, a, a free month on all of our hosting plans. Our promo code is NMX15. And uh, give us a try. And join the community of podcasters. And uh, get your voice out there and your passions out to the world. So I appreciate you listening. This is Rob Greenlee, and I'm with Spreaker. And I do a show called The New Media Show uh, every Saturday morning. It's a live video show that's available on YouTube as well as uh, podcasts, audio podcasts, and video podcasts. So go check that out as well. It's at uh, newmediashow.com. So thank you for listening, and we'll be back in about five minutes to resume the live stream with the Jeff Adams Show. So hang on. Thank you.